Hey folks, you're about to listen to just a small sampling of the plethora of dog shit posts on this topic. For the full episode that has more posts, plus weekly bonus episodes that have even more awful posts, head over to patreon.com slash report this post. For just five bucks a month, you will finally be guaranteed happiness. And welcome to episode 150 of Report This Post, the podcast about bad posts and bad people. My name is Geiger. That is Christian. I am the Eggman. And uh, we are your hosts with the posts. Every week, Christian, myself, or a listener select a different topic and then find horrible posts for your listening pleasure. And this week's topic, as chosen by us, uh, Christian more specifically, is the Beatles. That's right. The... uh, Liverpudlian. How do you say someone from Liverpool? Liverpudian? It's some fucking made up bullshit word uh, for those that silly little, silly little town in England. Uh, Fab Four. That's right. The British invasion. They uh, they did some seventy years ago or something. Sixty. <laughs> I think. So. Yeah, sixty years would be about more. Yeah. That's yeah. My line. I guess because. Well, let's see. I just looked it up uh, the other day. Ringo is 81 years old. Paul is 79. Uh, Well, yeah. So, yeah, they were were late teens, right? So, we're in the – well, into the 60s in terms of time since uh, those – those what at the time were considered attractive men when they came over here. <laughs> Sex symbols, that's right. Gaggly, uh, mop-topped, Boy, uh, he- insanely thin – Man, yeah, yeah. You look at you look at uh, you look at them now, and you're like, uh, "Good lord, hadn't hadn't invented the pretty boy yet." So <laughs> we're still, uh, <laughs> you know. But the boy band, the the you know the the cookie the the cookie cutterness kind of exists to this day now, mm-hmm. even with the uh, K-pop groups that are all just uh, well the same thing. They especially all look <laughs> very similar. <laughs> what? Save that for another episode. <laughs> when we talk about the Korean invasion, uh, which will be a fun episode. Surprise that one hasn't come across the docket yet, K-pop, because there are some truly sick freaks online that love that stuff. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yep. I'm friends with some of them as well. Adults. Adults that are very much tied into it. So. Yeah, quite a bit. Well, speaking of adults... Uh, Two of the uh, Beatles are adults now. The other two are long dead. Uh, well, they all made it to adulthood, to be fair. But yeah, two of them are gone. We lost John Lennon. We lost uh, George Harrison. Ringo and Paul are still hanging out. Ringo is really hoping he outlives Paul. No oh, doubt. he wants. Oh, yeah, he wants nothing else Beatles, for sure. <laughs> he just absolutely has to be the guy. He is one of the. He is such an old guy online. Uh, the way he posts, I, I saw a tweet from him the other day where he misspelled Beatles. 
spelled it like like the you, bug with you know, two e's. You know, it's <laughs> of all cool. the things that guy should be able to spell. It, yeah, <laughs> it's cool when like eighty year old people don't have a handler to control what they're like posting and stuff, mm-hmm. and it's just <laughs> a complete stream of cons- consciousness. Uh, yeah, and if you're a billionaire who's hasn't had a job in sixty something years, you don't. Oh, really... he was on Shine Time Station. He was in. He was an That's true. for a bit. That's right. He really. <laughs> why did he? Why did he do that? Why did people let that happen? Boy, I don't know. Then only to be replaced by George Carlin of mm-hmm. all people. Two two guys you often get confused with each other. <laughs> now, what's your relationship with the Beatles? Uh, my my mother was a big time Beatles head. Um, she was of the age uh, to be a screaming lunatic when they would have mm. come here across the pond. Uh, so growing up, that was a lot of a lot of records of their uh, recordings were played in my home, actual vinyl recordings. Um, so grew up with them, but never got into it to the sense of uh, being obsessed with them. I just think yeah. they make some okay music. Yeah, uh, I I had like almost no exposure to them growing up. My mom was more into like Zeppelin and bands mm-hmm. like that. My dad thought they were all fags, the Beatles. <laughs> so never <laughs> he did. We didn't listen to a lot of them. Mm. Uh, so unlike I, him. To yeah, that kind mm-hmm. of, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he actually made that judgment about several other, uh, almost every other uh, man, especially if their hair was. More he would get his haircut once a week, one inch, one inch, literally long. every week. Yeah. So he didn't. People didn't think he was gay. So real normal stuff from a guy who uh, was probably very gay in his own his own right. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I didn't really listen to the Beatles probably till I was like twenty or something like that. Sure. And uh, I was like, man, this is pretty good. Uh, a lot, also a lot of real corny shit. Um, yeah, it kind of walks get. the line between that, between being being the uh, pretending to be super deep and then just like super fucking corny uh, shit for babies. Yeah, so. it is crazy that they went the route that they did because uh, that was before there was a blueprint for what a rock band was. You know, sure. nowadays if like you're a boy, like In Sync wouldn't suddenly become prog after a while. <laughs> like they're just they're, they're just always going to be In Sync. They would never do an experimental album or anything like that. Uh, so they were sort of figuring out what it was to be a famous band because uh, no one did that before. Sure. And, uh, they changed music as we know it. And, uh, boy, there's a lot of people online who just will not shut the fuck up about that. That's very true. Yeah. <sighs> to this day. Yeah, very interesting to have that as a personality trait for sure. As a <laughs> Beatles I, fan. I'm a Beatles guy. <laughs> I have the Abbey Road uh, silhouette on the back of my Fiat, and uh, oh, I love it. Sounds I love cool, those guys. <laughs> Great. Great. Let's go ahead and read some posts while we're here. Terrific. So, a now-deleted user posted, Today I learned that John Lennon, during his career with the Beatles, beat up a man at Paul McCartney's birthday party because he implied John might be gay. Mm. Over on Reddit. Unit Tipo Quinjenga added, I'm not a homophobe in any way, but if some asshole at a party makes some backhanded comment and calls me or my friend a queer, (laughs) then we are going to have a problem. (laughs) Don't give a fuck a stand asked, would that be considered a hate crime? And another deleted user replied, how so? 
Are people that imply other people are gay somehow a protected <laughs> class? Pretty sure they are not. No, it is in no way a hate crime. Just a dick move. Hmm. Loving the person in the middle there getting confused of what who, who's gay <laughs> and who's not in this situation. <laughs> who's who's being the target of a hate crime and who's performing it. Uh, so if you get called gay and then you beat up someone who called you gay, it's it's that's not a hate crime, but it's also like you're upset because you don't like that you were called gay. Sure. So it's some sort of I don't know if it's a hate crime or it's just a well in general you probably just shouldn't uh, beat up people that call you names. <laughs> Why not? Um, what else are you gonna do? What else are you gonna beat them up for? You can uh, at them on Twitter, quote tweet them. <laughs> That's what most. You can screenshot it so that way when mm-hmm. they block you after you quote tweet them, it's still. It's like, I got some tea to there. spill on this feller. And then, oh uh, man, if John Lennon was on Twitter, could you imagine the things he'd be saying? Just imagine. <laughs> oh God! Right should we one. do a should we do a parody of of a uh, of Imagine, but it's involving uh, memes from Twitter? Nope. <laughs> All right. Well, <clears throat> I found this thread from a person named Duda on Twitter. It's so amazing how people who think about McCartney and Lennon deeply often get John and Paul so much more than Beatles biographers, because those are all mostly cishet males, and they don't comprehend the nuances that come with their relationship because they see it too simplistically. If you look at Paul and John as two friends with a big ego and rivalry, John dismissing Paul and Paul being the inferior one who idolizes John and puts him on a pedestal, as many people do, you fail to explain half of the things that happen both within them and within the band. Once you consider the codependence they had and the many ways they were similar yet different, the ways both of them regarded each other, and start to dig deeper into the meaning of their relationship, you start to understand so much more about the two of them as people, too. Damn. So I went to this uh, person's bio over there on Twitter. This is what it says. December 21st, 2020, Paul McCartney liked my tweet saying that Paulatine <laughs> Pam and Lavatory Lil are girlfriends. And uh, that tweet, which was just a reply to something that Paul himself tweeted, uh-huh. is also that person's pinned tweet. So, sure is. Uh, and then they have – it's been quote tweeted several times uh, by them saying, do you remember when Paul – uh, liked my tweet. Very cool. So congrats to that person for having one of Paul McCartney's interns like a tweet you <laughs> made. Not even, not even him. Absolutely not. Not even Paul's him. going around liking tweets. Not even his weird, uh, I don't know, son, his weird blobby son. It's not even him doing it. It's just some guy. Um, the weird fictionalizing history on real people thing is uh, something mm-hmm. I can and will never understand what, yeah. what drives people to do that, where it's just, yeah, you know, yeah, they were friends, but they were more than that. They were almost lovers. And so, uh, don't just Well, don't that's do just, that. yeah, that's how that works when there's uh, any sort of uh, media or even real life where there's uh, two guys that are, that are like friends. There's like uh, a fan base that are like, yeah, they're gay. Yeah, they suck each other's dicks. <laughs> I I ship this. Yeah. Uh, oh, okay. So that so <laughs> in that case, does that mean that there's fan fiction of us then? Mm. Well, I said they have to be friends. Okay. Well, okay. Well, news to me. Okay. Thanks. Come on, read your post. 
So, a guy went to Facebook to post this. The Beatles are a creation of the military industrial complex. Okay. The same people who spray our skies with poisonous chemtrails. <laughs> the fuck? They, they were created by the military industrial the, complex. For the record, the the fuck is in the post. That's not Christian <laughs> exclaiming midway through the post. <laughs> they were created by the military industrial complex and they did not write any of their songs. Maybe in the very beginning, they, the satanic elites who owns them, left them put their own songs out. But it wasn't long after the first deal that was made. Oh, another deal was made with money exchanged and souls being sold to the devil that they caved. Uh The military industrial complex created the Beatles. Sorry to disappoint you Beatles fans, but it's true. The Luciferians know how to reel us humans in. Well... It's hard to argue with the all the proof they provided there. <laughs> the ramblings of a dangerously insane human being. Yeah. Um, uh. hmm. so, so not only are they uh, WMDs, but they're also uh, demons as well. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty cool. They're like a kaiju or something. <laughs> it's hard to imagine... Uh, uh, like uh, the military industrial complex writing, like uh, I want to hold your hand. <laughs> yeah, or, love me, dude. <laughs> <laughs> one of those, which, by the way, I want to hold your hand. Good God, how times have changed. Now they have singers uh, singing about their wet pussies on the radio. <laughs> have, you got, have you heard this? Have you read about this? They got these uh, wet asshole pussies. I think the song. <laughs> what it's called. It's it stands for wide asshole comma pussy, and uh, it's just to let the fellas know that you're gonna have a tough time enjoying anything back there. It's uh, it's the sequel to uh, what what in the butt? Classic. Oh boy, Damn. that is a classic. I've not thought about that song in a hot second. God damn, that was a that was a heck of a meme. What? 15 years ago? Yep, made its way on the South Park and everything. Yep. Oh my god. Yeah, I think that that was when I first realized that uh, uh, the internet was 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 getting to a, a bad point when <laughs> like, TV shows I liked. Were oh, I saw this on Four Chan. This is not. It's <clears throat> not good that I see it on TV too. Yeah, yeah, this should not be happening. And then it's been unbelievably downhill ever since, and it's only going to get a thousand times worse, folks. Great. Hey, speaking of Facebook, found this guy on there talking about John Lennon's Imagine song we were just talking about. Uh, a song that I didn't know until probably like a year ago was not a Beatles song. Because <laughs> uh, whenever I hear that guy uh, singing, I just Doing assume it's his the Beatles. Thing. Yeah, right. Like I don't. And then there's another one from uh, Paul McCartney that's the same thing. Was it Band, Band on, on the, the Run? Run? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Always thought that too. But uh, It's by the uh, much better band Wings. Mm-hmm. Much better than the Beatles. That's right. Have you ever actually read the lyrics to this goober's most famous song? It is basically the sales pitch of the Judaic dystopian endgame shaped for consumption by the useful idiots of the world. Anyone that unironically likes this song is practically a lost cause. Imagine, yeah? Imagine how many men and women who don't share your same moronic outlook you'll have to destroy to get your pathetic goobertopia, which you'll get to enjoy for all of 15 minutes. Imagine how little time you'll have before a powerful external patriarchy like Islam or a rising superpower like China topples you and takes over subjecting your dumb asses to a worse new world than you started with before you started destroying the pillars holding up the old one. 
Imagine even if you got your way on this lame power vacuum loving you hope for with all the mental acuity of a drooling infant actually lasts, how rapidly humanity will descend into a degenerate rat pile in a world bereft of all guiding forces as the ugliness of human nature races to the forefront. Imagine that, you fucking losers. You told him, bud. Uh, yeah, told how many, wh- whomever. You told that guy 40 years after he was murdered in the street. Yeah. I mean, I believe the song is called Imagine because uh, nothing in it is ever going to happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, in retrospect, I think this guy should actually like that. Because <laughs> it's saying that none of this stuff's going to happen. But imagine if it did. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, this song's 50 years old. It came out. <laughs> In July of 71, so yeah. Very old song. Uh, it's, and, it's, and honestly, it's not even, it's a pretty uh, mild song in terms of what he's actually imagining, right? Yeah, that's right. Just not even, it's all not even a lot of like, detail. Yeah. Yes. Is that really, is that a horrible thing to imagine? Well, if, it, <laughs> if it means all people have the same rights, uh, maybe. Mm, I guess you're right, yeah. Oh, first they get to drive, then they get paid the same amount as us. Oh no! Nope, no. it's never gonna happen. <laughs> it's only something to imagine. Sorry, gals. <laughs> Try harder. Hey, speaking of John Lennon getting rocked, a deleted uh-huh. user went to our historical "What If." Great, great subreddit for a bunch mm, of morons to hang out on. To ask. What if Mark David Chapman only wounded John Lennon and accidentally killed Yoko Ono instead? On December 8th, 1980, Mark David Chapman waits outside of the Dakota with the intention of murdering John Lennon. As the couple return home that night, he attempts to seize his chance by pulling out a gun and firing five shots, but his aim is disrupted by the doorman of the apartment who attempts to grab the gun as Chapman fires. Both John and Yoko are hit by stray bullets, but while John is only severely wounded, Yoko is killed. Aside from the obvious fact that John survives, what else changes? Mm. How is John's worldview affected by the murder of his wife? What effect does the aftermath have on John's relationship with Paul McCartney? Does it lead to a reunion of the Beatles? An increased focus by John on his pacifist ideology? Or does he remove himself from the public eye entirely, too heartbroken to continue making music or attempting to change the world? And user Random Precision replied, He dies two years later of a heroin overdose. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> if that, honestly. Yeah, yeah that's uh, on the high side. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, his, his old lady's murdered... Uh, he's probably going to start slamming that horse very quickly. Yeah, after right, that. right up to the apartment, right there, right off Central Park, and just this is this is a great subreddit. Uh, here's a third. What if Donald Trump married Princess Diana after her divorce from <laughs> Prince Charles? It really, it really is a good subreddit because there's just and the top response on that is no way in hell she goes near that small arrogant orange man. Sorry, but no. And then the OP responded, "Yeah, but what if?" So <laughs> I think that's the best part about it is that there's so many, there's so much derision against it within that subreddit, even though the whole idea behind it is just like, you know, you know, hold, hold. 
reality at bay for a minute and just imagine if this happens and no one can even do it. What's the point of this fucking subreddit? For two minutes, they can't they can't just put that aside and be like, oh, that'd be interesting. Ugh. No, I have to put in my own little opinion to just even say it's not good. It's like when when you ask someone, like, hey, what would you rather do? And then they say, like, uh, neither. Well, that's – all right. Would you rather fight a horse-sized fly or a fly-sized horse? Yeah. All right. Like, uh, I'm going to say none of the above. All right, go fuck yourself then. <laughs> yeah. Eat my fucking balls. Yeah. Would you rather eat my asshole or – uh, or the spot between my asshole and my balls. Mm-hmm. Hey, well, speaking of a Yoko Ono, I found this comment on Reddit posted under a video of Yoko who's doing all that screaming shit that she does, uh-huh. which uh-huh. Uh, she likes to do. Uh, again, not really sure uh, who that was all for and what kind of... <laughs> um, hmm. uh, how John Lennon, a man who could pretty much have any woman in the world, end up ended up pussy whipped by the ugliest Japanese woman he could find is the biggest mystery to me. <laughs> and the user Ron Polyp responded, why Paul McCartney would pay Heather Mills almost $50 million for four years of marriage rather than arranging for her to take an unfortunate trip down the stairs her prosthetic leg must have given away at a very inopportune moment is a bigger mystery to me. <laughs> so we've had two posts in a row here where someone imagined Yoko Ono Just being murdered and it's someone else imagining Paul McCartney murdering his uh, his ex-wife. Yeah. His uh, one-legged fucking peg leg of a leg. <laughs> yeah. Thought these guys uh, said all you need is love. Isn't that what you're supposed to be... Uh... <laughs> Mindset mm. here, folks. Mm-hmm. Oh boy. Meanwhile, you got Ringo over there, married to the same broad since 1981. Jeez, what a, talk about your cuck, huh? Is that what you're saying? No, nah, I mean she seems like a nice lady. Oh. Barbara Bach. Mm-hmm. I believe they met on the uh, set of uh, Caveman. The uh, was it Roger Corman movie that he starred in? Hmm. Well, she. Uh, was a looker. <laughs> and I'll leave it at that. And, uh, <laughs> oh, she was a Bond girl at some point. Yeah, that's, I mean, that sounds about what I would expect Ringo to to land, a former Bond girl. Sure. Playboy model, Bond girl. Uh, they got however many kids together. God, he is an unfortunate looking man. Yeah, he doesn't look great. But Ringo, yet, his, also his whole his whole movie turn thing. He was in a movie called The Amazing Christian, which was mm. really. Uh, really I think odd. you were looking at a mirror. Uh, okay. The Thin Gwyn tweeted out: "The only thing that sucks about John Lennon getting shot in the fucking head." <laughs> Is that he got deified instead of eventually being seen for the piece of shit he was. Mm. Fuck that guy forever. The world is a better place without him in it. And the beer kid 69 replied. Nice. I had to explain to my quote born in the wrong generation unquote co-worker 
just days ago what a shitbag John Lennon was. Mm-hmm. Needless to say, that's one less co-worker I have to talk to at the Christmas party. So what 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 was he so bad about? I don't remember. Oh, he was uh, abusive. He he uh, cut his kids out of his life. He was a drug addict and uh, all sorts. I mean, because drug all drug addicts deserve to be mm-hmm. killed. Um, I'm waiting for you yeah. to get to the bad stuff. <laughs> Are you, is this one of those good news, bad news sort of things? Let's get the good stuff out of the way first. I mean, supposedly he was racist. He was married to a Japanese woman, so I kind of find that a little hard to... Uh, mm. To, to I mean, it's one on thing that. to like fuck him as like a fetish, but to marry one, you know, that's it's hard to be a racist <laughs> you when you do that. You can't really degrade him when you uh, when you're sharing vows with them, trading vows with them. So, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, I don't know. So supposedly he's a bad guy. Also, supposedly Yokono abused John and like kept him away from people and gaslit him. Uh, who knows? It was one thousand years ago. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, that's another thing is like he, whatever he was doing was probably like the most progressive form of manlyhood back then. <laughs> just be, being being his own dude. Just well, to, it's just like, you know, he was he would beat his old lady, but it was, you know, way less. It was on the lower end of percentage wise as far as the amount of beating that men did unto women back then. So I think I gotta, he deserves some credit. Sh- I gotta show the boys I'm not a queer, so I'm yeah. gonna beat the shit out of my wife. Yeah, just but not like, you know, not too much. Yeah. Use a bat, a sock full of oranges, John. It won't leave any marks. <laughs> okay, interesting, interesting remark that you just made there. Well, hey, user uh, Beatles fan started a thread Ooh. titled "Any other Beatles fans out there?" Over <laughs> on. Adisc.org, the website for adult babies and diaper lovers. And uh, user Johnny AB in Oz responded, Beatles are the best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I grew up on the Beatles as a little kid back in the 60s. That was when the adult population, i.e. our parents, complained bitterly about the long hair, plus the loud beat beat music, and that was before the Beatles even found drugs. But us kids love them. I can still sing along knowing nearly all the words to most of their songs. Their music is one of my few fond memories of childhood. Jesus Christ. <laughs> and uh, Johnny describes himself as an adult baby, a diaper lover, and a sissy. Uh, hasn't been on the forum in over a decade, sadly. Uh-huh. Uh, but this is one of his final posts in a thread asking, What is everyone wearing right now? <laughs> Johnny said he's wearing a medium <laughs> Tina slip, pink slippers, pink nighty, with an attached clipped pink ribbon and a white Nook 5 dummy. Oops, I should say a white Nook 5 pacifier. Hi to all from down under. Great. So, guys, just uh, got a diaper on with a, a slip, pink nighty, and a pacifier in his mouth. Just type it away. With uh, Sergeant Pepper's blasting in the background, <laughs> you know, and you're and telling me this guy didn't have the best childhood. Yeah, right. Yeah, what, what could have happened there, right? You know, you don't really think of these guys oh. as being in the uh, medium-sized range. <laughs> that's true. So that's kind of a standout thing. You know, I'm always envisioning a sort of baby Huey situation, just from from all aspects when a, an adult baby comes into this the conversation. But well, may, I mean, maybe it's a medium in terms of uh, what these, based on the what's the medium of these guys. You know what I mean? 
<laughs> there's a whole there's a whole scaling unit just for adult babies. There probably should be. I'm assuming that these companies have already figured out how many people are purchasing their products for uh, strictly fetish fetish reasons. So these nighties are these these footed pajamas are a size medium, and it's like a fucking car cover. <laughs> Okay, great. Oh man, the the stench in that house can only <laughs> that Australian <laughs> diaper boy's house. Oh brother, he's going to Macca's, getting uh, just filling that diaper up with a. Uh, mm-hmm. mm. He should uh, go to Mecca instead. Find, ah. find all of my friend. <laughs> a find Australi- Australian Muslim adult baby. <laughs> I'm, a, Who's I'm an also Australian because- Muslim sissy. So, <laughs> what is it? Okay, you know, no, we'll save it. What's for that? The, what are you, you asking? We'll save what it for the third adult baby episode. We end up doing. Are you going to ask what is a sissy? Yeah, what is that? What is that? Uh, that's a good. Qu- in terms of, let's see, sissy diaper. Let me, let me Google that. Uh, hmm. What is a what is a sissy ABDL? Hmm. I really don't. I really should have. I should have opened up the incognito for that one. <laughs> you are going to get some ads, my friend. Oh boy, a sexual fetish in which the participant role plays regression to an infant-like state by drinking from a baby bottle, sleeping in an oversized crib, playing in a playpen, wearing a. Di- this just sounds like regular old. That just sounds like the same thing, right? Hmm. There's so many nuances to this stuff, man. Okay, wait, hold on. This is from uh, RABDL on Reddit. Uh, Typically, sissies cross-dress, but sissy encompasses a wide variety of traits, and there's no rule that says you have to be 100% in the sissy stuff to be a sissy. Cross-dressing is a primary common trait, but you can act the part without cross-dressing and still be considered a sissy. Likewise, just because someone cross-dresses doesn't inherently make them a sissy. Okay. Okay. uh, Someone else just said, uh, "Sissy is just a guy." So, <laughs> just any guy, just any guy in a diaper oh. is a sissy. Uh oh. User Omashiro said, uh, "I know how you feel to want to be a sissy, but my penis is so tiny that I don't even want it. I go for feminine clothes when I shop. Just, get, just want it. Just get it out of here. Thanks for letting us know." Okay, he says he's a bedwetter from Singapore. <laughs> cool. A global community over mm. there on. Now, again, over there, penis size, he's probably a medium, but. You know. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> Let's get back to the post about the Beatles specifically. Sure, someone asked Cora, <laughs> who is better, Michael Jackson or the Beatles? Hmm. Colin McCabe answered, The Beatles. But to be honest, I would prefer to listen to almost anybody instead of Jackson. I'm not in question in his abilities as a singer, writer, dancer, showman. I just don't like him. I have never listened to him either intentionally or deliberately in any of his guises. I didn't like him with his brothers. I didn't like him with Paul McCartney. Awful Mm. song. I didn't like him when he was young. I didn't like him when he was old. Mm. I don't like him now. I don't like his one glove. I don't like his white socks with black half-mask kecks and blue black shoes. I don't like him dangling a baby over a balcony. I don't like his statue outside of Craven Cottage. I thought bad was awful. Mm. I did sort of like Ben. I liked the Vincent Price voiceover on Thriller. 
I liked Eddie Van Halen's guitar on Beat It. I liked Alien Ant Farm's version of Smooth Criminal. What the fuck? In September 1988, Michael Jackson played Antry Racecourse, which is just over five miles from my house at the time. He was such a noisy bastard, I had to shut the windows to keep the racket out. <sighs> cool. Um, that's, that's, what a terrible list of things this guy's into. <laughs> I liked Vincent Price's voiceover <laughs> on Thriller. That was okay. Yeah. I like the alien ant farm version of the of a song he did. What the fuck? Uh, hmm. Sure, okay. And I like that he like went through all that stuff that he didn't like, and he ended with uh, "bad." Like that was the worst part of all that was the, the album "bad" or the song "bad." I'm not even sure which one he meant. Yeah, he wasn't specific. I mean, probably didn't put enough thought in it because he does. He doesn't like the guy. I don't know if you picked up on that or not. Oh, wait a second. Yeah, and uh, didn't really give a lot of thought to uh, to why he cho- he likes the Beatles no, either. Just if he does, just why he does not. Michael okay. <laughs> Jack. Hey, we did a we did a Jacko episode a little while ago. Uh, it was probably pretty good. So go check it out. Go look through the archives and find it. I found this uh, petition. On change.org, Paul McCartney Burj Khalifa Roof Concert. <laughs> this is a fan-based petition to ask Paul McCartney that does, can he do a concert on Burj Khalifa Roof? It's not exactly on the roof, as Burj Khalifa have no roof, have an antenna only, but it is purposed as somewhere the place on top of Burj Khalifa. Also mostly for live audience at home, because it's hard to hear from Burj Khalifa. <laughs> Five people have signed this petition. Uh, there's also only one comment left by someone named Kines Tully. I need to go to the bathroom, please. <laughs> what is one of the stranger comments? <laughs> You know, maybe in some places you have to ask for permission. I don't know if you have to do it on a change.org petition, though. You might have to ask someone. He's just sitting there like, oh, my God, I have to go so bad. Who do I ask? Yeah, I got to let somebody know I have to go to the bathroom. So the Burj Khalifa is the tallest building in the world, I yeah, believe. Yeah, um, having a 79-year-old man <laughs> strapped to the antenna. Yeah, it's on like the it tallest goes to a the point. There's nothing <laughs> close to a roof on this thing. <laughs> Incredible brain power. Yeah, that's gonna. How can we top the uh, Abbey Road sessions on top of the uh, on top of this dude? Oh, I know. We'll just put him on the tallest building in the world. Yeah, where where where. He says, no one can hear it. <laughs> so we're just like, have it's to assume to it's hear. happening. Maybe it's, it's already to, happened. Who knows? It could be going hard. on right now. I don't know. It's hard to hear on top of a 2,000 foot building. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Okay. <laughs> he just had the bottom looking up. It's like, well, I, I guess he's I up there. <laughs> Fuck it. You could do it and tell people, and then they would be like, wow. Cool, just put some spotlights up there, nobody else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, boy. That's good. That's real good. Hey. Cool, well, looking forward to Sir Paul uh, getting helicoptered up there for his, what will probably be his final performance. So. <laughs> yeah, before he just 
has a heart attack and just falls right off and <laughs> lands on one lucky fan. <laughs> Killing them instantly, but mm-hmm. man, what a, what, a what a way to go. What a yeah, way to go. Right. That's right.